A reading from John 17, 20-21. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. They may also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Wow. Uh, Again, it's a high priestly prayer, praying for his followers, his disciples who were with him when he is praying this. Uh, But I I just want to just go to what I wrote. I I had the huge privilege of uh, recording uh, these passages with Chuck Davis, your predecessor, at Stanwich Church, uh, and it was kind of an education for me. And um, so, you know, before I created this book, Getting to Know Jesus, uh, which was an outcome of the podcast, I would be, I very diligently listened to what Chuck Davis was saying because he was, if there's a student-teacher relationship going on there, he was definitely the teacher. But here's what I wrote uh, on this passage in the book, Getting to Know Jesus, which uh, I've outlined here. I just think it's worth reading. Jesus uh, sees beyond the boundaries of time. He came from God and he returned to the Father. But for those who remained behind, he gave his authority to go out and spread the good news of Jesus Christ to those who have never been with him. This prayer is perpetual. It is passed down through generations from believer to Mm -hmm. Mm non-believer. It is as if this prayer passes through time like the concentric waves created by the action of one simple stone. (laughs) But for us, it is not only about the current urgencies, it is also about those who will follow. There is great mystery in the power of this prayer uh, for all believers. We cannot predict where it will land or even how and when it will act to transform a former enemy of God into a servant of the Lord. I like that image you have of the ripples in the pond. You know, this prayer, I want to slow down on this phrase where Jesus said, I pray, uh, or my prayer is not for them alone. And in, in other words, his current disciples 2,000 years ago who surrounded him in Israel. I pray also, he says, for those who will believe in me through their message. Mm. That's really exciting. You know what he's doing? He's, who he's praying for there? He's praying for us. <laughs> Jesus prayed for us. It's recorded right here in John. It's really cool. And it's just really simple. But I just want to encourage our listeners How cool is it? Just think about this right now, wherever you are. Jesus prayed for you. And in fact, if it's true what it says in Romans, he's praying for you even now. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. That's a symbol of his authority. But what does it tell us in Romans that he's doing there? Is he sitting there right next to the ear of the Father? He's leaning over the edge of the throne, so to speak. And he's speaking into the Father's ear, interceding, it says, for us. So I don't know what your situation is right now, what you're going to face today. uh, But know that you're being prayed for, not just by the prayer team at church, but by Jesus himself.